Heyo, welcome back to Wash Day Talks, either the YouTube channel or the podcast. My name is Deborah Mulligan Obet and I'm so excited to be talking today. Yes, you can see more of my room. My bed is made, believe it or not, the duvet just folded up and that's my artwork on my door. It looks nicer up close. Different angle from my room today, yes. It seems like every time I record a podcast episode or a YouTube video, I have to go somewhere. So last week I had to go to a lecture. In less than 50 minutes, I have a mooting competition. So I need to actually wear like my Cambridge robe and stuff like that. So yeah, I should be preparing for that, right? I printed out my resources, I'm not gonna stress. How about I do a quick update of my day? So I woke up quite late because I went to bed quite late last night. It's a habit. I work quite late into the night these days, but it's because, you know, maybe I'm working on a blog or some applications for things and sometimes a bit of university work here and there. And I just developed this habit of like having a day and then doing whatever social thing I want to do that day. And then after the social thing, I just start doing admin stuff. So sending emails, organising things, booking meetings, things like that. So it's a kind of habit. I've been spending a bit too much time on social media, not near as much as I used to I'd say I go beneath an hour and a half every day but still like I said I want it to be that when I've got free time I pull out my laptop and work or I read or I just do something productive or I at least look into space I don't want to be on my phone <laughs> it's something I don't want to be doing anymore yeah I'm wearing my glasses because I've just been working on my criminal supervision five work it's a lot of work I went shopping today to get trainers because I've started running to get do my weekly shop i had to buy like washing up stuff and laundry stuff and all these little things so it was a bit more expensive than usual and i spent about like an hour and a bit out and i have my mooting competition and i have some other stuff and then i'm gonna have to come back and work again just to make sure i get in my hours i think i've done four and a half hours today on education and as you know i do six hours a day on education and i have a few other slots i don't know why you guys don't need to know about my educational life it's really not necessary okay <laughs> after that two minute introduction of me telling you about my life i'm going to introduce the topic today's topic is don't disrespect the season first of all how how are you guys i like to ask that like how are you how have you been i like to check in i genuinely care um about how the Wish Day Talks community is as a whole. Your individual lives, I believe I genuinely care as well. So yeah, don't ever hesitate to DM me on Instagram at Wish Day Talks or to drop a voice message on Anchor or any platform I'm on. Comment on YouTube if you want and just be like, hey, I'm good, blah, blah, blah. It's a community building thing we're trying to do here. But yeah, the topic of today's podcast episode is called don't disrespect the season. That's quite a packed title, so let's break it down. How did I come across this idea? I was, I think I was in bed. It makes sense for me to be in bed. Like, just on my phone, reading something. Probably like a daily devotional or something. Or just thinking. And it actually sparked a voicemail I sent to someone. I was like, everything I ever prayed for in this season not I ever prayed for, but everything I desired so much in the past season of my life, I'm living in it. Like, not to go into details like that, but I've basically become the person who I wanted to be in the last season of my life. 
But in this season of my life, there's a different person I want to be. And I'm striving to become that person. And I'm sure when I become that person, there'll be a different person I want to be. But just sometimes you forget that the very things you prayed for, the very things you wished for, are the exact things you're living in now. And just because you don't feel like a super, because I probably healed the ideal woman I thought I'd be. Like, I put her on a pedestal, I thought she'd be a certain something. And now that I've become a lot of the things I wanted to be. For example, just the university I go to, the course I do, the way I balance my hobbies and things like that. It's what I used to want and I've got other things that I want. And I'm sure when I get there, like I said, there'll be other things that I want. But it's easy sometimes to slip into that whole, I'm tired of being here. I want to be at the next level. Why am I still here? And I think as I was talking about that, it just made me appreciate the past season of my life. Because what happened in the past season of my life enabled me to be where I am currently. Sometimes I'm, I speak to people about certain things and they're like, oh, how do you know that? Like, why do you feel that way? Why do you approach it this way? And it's because of certain things in the past season of my life. For example, if you're studying a certain degree at university or you're doing a certain job, I'm assuming there are certain things you would have had to be taught at A-level if you did A-level. Or if you're a head chef, there were things you learned as a trainee chef. Every level you have, there was a level that came before it like before you can't even say that a baby hasn't gone through levels a baby is born they first were in the womb it's in the womb they developed the organs they needed to survive while they were born if you took a baby out that hadn't fully been developed that's when complications arise so every step of the way we are at a level that required a previous level beforehand and that's that way of thinking just introduced to me this topic of don't disrespect your season because the place that you quote unquote hate is actually the place that's equipping you for the next level. And there are just a few points that came from me thinking about this topic that I wanted to share for this week's episode of Wash Day Talks. So the first one is learn while you wait. I believe that we're all aspirational people. Everybody wants to change something about themselves, their life or their situation. You may want to get better grades, have better relationships, be more knowledgeable on a certain topic or even change your thinking patterns and your social media usage. Now, the thing is, these things don't often happen in a switch. Like I said, I want to start reading every day. I did it for four days. I'm not going to lie, there are times I'm super tired. I can't be bothered to read. It's not going to happen in a switch. I have to wait before I become that woman who reads every day, who reads for leisure and her free time. But it's happening slowly. And what am I doing in this period while I'm waiting for things to switch up for me and get better? I'm learning. I'm learning about different ways I can incorporate habits. I'm learning about myself, how I respond to new challenges. I get excited and then I fall off a bit. So I'm learning about myself and I'm like, okay, from what I know about myself and while I'm waiting before I become consistent in this habit, showing up every day and putting in the work, I'm also learning. I believe that sometimes we're waiting for new jobs, waiting for us to grow up, to mature, to reach a certain age, to get to a certain position. But if you view the wait as a passive situation, you're going to miss out on a lot of knowledge. It's okay to wait for something that is inevitably going to happen. Results day, you've taken your exams, results day is inevitably going to happen. That doesn't mean in that period between examinations and results day, you do nothing. You, you probably get a summer job, you might go on holiday, you're doing things while you wait. And we should bring that same approach to the everyday things that we go through in life. That while we're waiting for something that we know is definitely going to happen, or something we believe is going to happen, or something we aspire for it to happen, we should look for things in that waiting period to learn about and to do. Because 
don't idle time is annoying especially when you're in seasons where you feel like you don't have a lot of time you begin to value time more i feel like people who are very busy they probably look back like oh when i was a kid i blah 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 but in reality you thinking you're busy now in a few years you may think oh back when i was a, a teenager back when i was a university student things were easier for me so i think it's very important to learn while you wait and to utilize the time you have in the waiting season. My next point was develop contentness. Con being content is a life skill. Being content catapults you to greater heights and being completely honest. Learning how to be content is a great remedy to comparison. One thing I noticed, so I was at a dinner yesterday and I got served the main course, lol. I got served the main course. Guys, it's Cambridge. So you know Cambridge University, they do like, and Oxford University, they do formal dinners. So um, the second, the main course was served and mine had like gravy on it and it was done really, really nicely. And everyone around me didn't have gravy on there. So my meal looked like super nice. And they were like, oh, you know, what, what did you order something different? Why is your meal looking like that? And I felt so chuffed. I basically was like, oh my gosh, I'm special. Like my meal is different from everyone else's in my head, obviously. And then I turned and at the very edge of the table, there was someone else who had gravy on their meal. And then I didn't feel so special anymore. Now, what I learned from this, it wasn't a big thing that made me cry, it was just like an observation. What I learned from this is if you are comparing yourself to other people, you will never appreciate the favour, the grace, the amazingness, the talent that is on your life and the talent that you possess. So I wouldn't have appreciated how lovely my meal looked and tasted. I wouldn't have appreciated that if I kept looking at the other person who had the same meal as me. It turned out that was a little mistake and they fixed it and like got gravy for other people's meals as well. But it just made me realize like how quickly you can lose your gratitude and appreciation and even feelings of self-worth because you're comparing yourself to someone else because you're not content. Now, contentness isn't like the exact opposite to comparison, but comparison stems from discontentment, if that makes sense. So if you're not content in yourself, you're always looking at what other people have and you desire it. I desired to be the only one with the nice meal, probably some primitive part of my character. In reality, it was just an observation. I was like, oh, oh, okay. But it's a part of us. I think it's very, the lack of contentment, the lack of security in who you are and what you have can really drive you to mess up the seasons you're in. So I'm a A-level student. I'm supposed to go to university in three months. I'm looking at a bunch of university students on my timeline and I want to be them. So I'm not content with my season, even though I know that will come later. So, you know, just little things like that. I remember when I first came to, because I do law at Cambridge University, and when I first started my course, one thing I was very specific about was don't ask me about certain things I'm doing. Like, don't start pestering me about where I am on the reading list. Don't ask to compare essays and stuff like that. If it's like friendship, helping each other, yeah. But when that competitive tone came in, I was very quick to tell people, this is something I'm very not comfortable with because I didn't want to bring in competitiveness, imposter syndrome into my university experience. So when people would start to bring the competitive energy near me, I would retract like, no, I can't mess up my contentness. Of course I want good grades, of course I want better grades, but I'm not going to ask you what grades you got. If you want to tell me, fine. I'm not going to tell you what grades I got. If you ask me, I'll probably avoid the question or maybe I'll tell you if it's not that deep, but it's not something I'm actively pursuing because I'm very intentional about feeling content in this season of my life. 
competitiveness and jealousy ruins relationships okay i feel like we've all experienced a bit of jealousy in our relationships and you see how it really messes up things that are probably really nice so contentment contentedness is very key in whatever season you're in of course learn while you wait work while you wait develop while you wait but understand that while you're developing and while you're striving for more don't get to a point where you are jealous and envious of what other people have and you can't enjoy what you have because you're trying so hard to compare yourself to other people so while we strive for more be content the next point is utilize the season so if you're in a season where you're around a lot of people learn from other people i learned how to deadlift just by asking someone in the gym um i'm learning more about different things just by talking to more people when you're around people it's a great opportunity to learn. If you're in a season of solitude, develop yourself. Life will always do that to you. You'll be by yourself, you'll be with people, you'll be by yourself, you'll be with people. I think learning how to cultivate, how to be comfortable in my own presence is really helping me now because I know the importance of, okay, I can't always be doing this, doing like events, this, this, that. I need to have time for myself. That's something I learned in a season where I utilised the easiness of getting alone time to understand how I approach relationships and how I like to spend my time. I'm not an inexhaustible person who can do social every night. I need my space. Like we all should have our space. But utilize the season to learn. If you're in a university, use their library, use their resources, use their workshops and personal development things. If you are in sixth form, use your teacher's expertise, use the closer learning environment. If you are on holiday, use it to learn more about different countries and cultures and yourself. If you are working, use that time to develop skills like commitment, um, integrity in your workplace, showing up, things like that. So I remember when I had a job, <laughs> that job taught me quite a bit. So about even just different character things, how to be told what to do and not want to do it, but still do it because they pay you and because they're your authority at work. So I also put, if you're single, learn more about yourself. If you're in a relationship, learn more about sacrifice and kindness. So these things are very important things that you can do in your season of anything, really. It's a waiting season. It's a, I was going to say a manifestation season, but I don't like that word. It could be the waiting season. It could be the season where you're living in what you waited for. It's very interesting because sometimes seasons are different. Like I was waiting to reach a certain level or to have a certain opportunity. And then sometimes I'm waiting to change. Like I'm waiting for my heart to change. It's like every day I see it's getting easier to show up for people and to, to love people in the way I know I should, but it's still not 100%. It's not 100%. It's not as good as I want it to be. Like I still have to do certain coping mechanisms just to still be like, you know, do the right thing it's like oh i really want to chat back to you but i'm not going to i'm gonna leave but i want to get to a point where it's like i don't have to leave i don't have to excuse myself i'm calm and i see changes every day and i'm sure people see changes every day in themselves but sometimes you're just waiting on a character change and you can see the incremental steps you're making every day right like slowly making steps slowly making steps to becoming who you want to be to having that level of restraint and maturity and respectability and honesty and integrity but it's a process and that's something you're waiting on so in this season where you're waiting you're showing up and you're learning still learn how to utilize it utilize those days where you feel really emotional and write good poetry utilize those days oh this is a really good thing those days where you're like feeling that whole process of like waiting to become a better person or waiting for a change, like write it down. 
great writing is heartfelt writing so whenever you're in a situation like that try and record it i think it'll be amazing next is attentiveness to opportunities every season provides opportunities hands down the worst season of your life probably provides an opportunity probably an opportunity to write a book an opportunity to see who your real friends are not in that sense like all the real ones i you know in my last podcast episode i said people who love you in your worst does People who don't love you in your worst don't deserve you at your best. It's so funny because I just randomly saw that quote through the week and I think I randomly heard it as well. I was like, oh wow, is this for me? Do I need to love people in their worst? But, or do people need to love me in my worst? I'm joking, no. But I think essentially what I got from that quote is some of the hardest times in your life bring out a gratitude and an appreciation for the people in your life. I don't think it's about or you're not with me when I'm down to get out of my life. No, it's with hindsight, I see that that was a bit of a messy season of my life. But actually in the midst of all of that, in the midst of everything that was going on, there were these people around me and I have a newfound appreciation for them because in that season, I wasn't benefiting or contributing to them in any way, sometimes subtracting, but these people were still here and it brings out a gratitude and an appreciation and a love. Yeah. I think often love is produced in these seasons of adversity because all the necessary conditions for love to be expressed are fulfilled. You feel secure, you feel seen, you feel acknowledged, you feel heard, you feel valued. And the knowing of all of this has come from a very hard situation where you feel like all of these things should be retracted from you, but they're still there. And then that's when you realise, I love this person. Now, listen, it's coming from someone like me. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a relationship guru. I'm just a people guru. No, I'm a guru. What does guru mean? I'm not going to talk about my credentials on this platform because wisdom speaks for itself, okay? I am 19, though. It was my birthday two weeks ago. But yeah, I don't know why I just plugged my age. Let's move on attentiveness to opportunities yes even just i keep bringing up university because that's what i'm in right now but you'll see these like training courses guest speakers blah 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 you'll meet different people even just going on holiday meeting people all of these different things they're like opportunities for you to learn to grow to develop at work, working in the restaurant I worked at, it taught me how to cook over 25 dishes. It made improve my people skills and it helped me become more patient. Like you're doing a 10 hour shift. I want to go home, but I got to work. So you know all of these different things. Next is never idolize your past. Oh, it can be a painful thing, I know. So oh, back in the day, you know, when I was here, when I had this car, when I had this opportunity, don't idolise your past because in that sense you're disrespecting this season. It's like comparison and we already spoke about contentedness. So I would say don't just don't idolise your past. It's not going to do a lot for you. If you really, really want to think about the past that bad, what I used to do is I used to like a lot time. So it's like, oh, if I want to look back on pictures, it's like, okay, look back on those pictures for five minutes. Or what I did is I deleted pictures or I would remove things from my feed say I don't want to see posts like this anymore, I would unfollow people because I was like, I can't be 
preventing myself from moving forward because I keep looking back to the past. What's done is done. Some relationships are over. Some um, opportunities are over. You're upset that you didn't take up that opportunity, but in reality, you're not going to get it back. And that's okay. It's okay to let it go in that way. The next thing is the place you hate might be the place that makes you. For the majority of this recording, this podcast and YouTube episode, we've been talking about being developed in the season beforehand and in the current season, actually. If you're so quick to say you hate this place, you may be negating the value this place has for you. Look at yourself. Look at the greatest things about you. Do you love your hair? Do you love your voice? Do you love your compassion, your heart? You're a grown person, okay? So the different seasons of your life are all contributing to who you are now. And the place where you are now is contributing to who you will become. And you don't know if, let's say, the biggest thing you want to do is become a sprinter, an athlete. You don't know if it's in this season where you feel like you keep messing up at training or you can't even get into training. You're not given the resources you need. You don't know if it's, yeah, let's go with that. You want to be an athlete. There's an athlete club in your school but they're not letting you in and you're frustrated because you know you need the training, you don't have enough money to go privately, you don't know what's going to happen. And you're annoyed. You don't know that in the next season of your life, someone is going to offer you a scholarship to go and train. And it's the desire and the resilience and the motivation you built up in that season of you being denied the thing you wanted. It was that season that fueled your passion for sprinting that enabled you to to write the perfect application to that company and get a scholarship to be trained as an Olympic sprinter. Very random example off the top of my head. But do you see what I'm talking about? Sometimes the season of denial where you don't get what you want is what cultivates the character, the approach you need in order to actually walk into what you want. And when you're walking in what you want, you'll want something else. So if you become content like I said and appreciative of even seasons that seem to be working against you it's going to be amazing because you're like okay I want this I understand this season in life it's not working out what can I learn here what can I do here what opportunities are here you will move at an exponential rate and you might even forget you might even forget that it's inconvenient waiting I don't want to say you'll forget your waiting because never passively wait keep your eyes fixed on the goal and know you're attaining it but you may forget that it's inconvenient you may forget that by waiting something in your life isn't complete because you are doing what you need to do and I'm telling you when you start moving like that your joy your happiness your contentment rises I'm not going to lie to you there will be days where you sit down and you're like damn I'm tired I don't even want to keep showing up for myself for other people for God (laughs) not that we're doing anything for God but like you know you will have those seasons in your life and you've got to pick yourself up out of it. You've got to talk to people and they will help you. And if you have no one, you talk to God, okay? <laughs> but um, that's just life. Everyone has moments where they doubt, but it's what you do after that doubt. I don't like to view my moments of disbelief, unbelief, doubt, feelings like I'm not going to do everything I wanted to do. I don't like to view them as moments where I stepped back because I know that I started off with believing. I'm ending with believing. In the middle, this is just a buffer. Okay, I don't choose it as like a step back. I just view it as a little pending. Because all that matters is I start well, I finish well. Not even that I start well, that I finish well. And I'm not going to allow moments where I feel like I messed up to hold me back with shame. Every day, probably almost every day, I just thank God and I 
I pray and speak about like I don't want shame I don't want it to be like a mess up or a shortcoming defines me sure I spoke out of line sure I didn't get the grade I wanted sure I could have done more in that relationship and that opportunity but I will not by no means be confined by my past because the future is bright and I may not have started well I may not have acted well but I will by all means finish well and this season is teaching me that clap for me clap for me guys these are my notes like my notes are actually so like <laughs> most of this stuff comes off my head which is lovely because yeah the old podcast used to be everything came off my head and it was not making sense now it's a nice balance between guidance and notes I mean, guidance and spontaneity. Anyways, I have like 20 minutes to get to the conference room to do my muting competition. And yeah, my outfit is, I don't know why I'm showing you my outfit. I'm actually, yeah, but it's just a black tie and like a skirt. I need to get tight and I might as well show you. And this is like the robe. So I'm, I might wear a blazer underneath. But I have to wear the robe and I'll be like, you know, debating law. Actually, may I submit to the court that under section 29 of the blah, blah, anyways, that is what I'm going to do. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wash Day Talks this week. I love you guys. Stay blessed, stay safe, stay chill. And Thursday, 12pm next week, expect another episode from me. Who knows, it may be on seasons as well. That's a recurring theme, it seems. Bye.